well, this is exciting. We got a room full of people, the halls buzzing full of supply chain uh, innovation going on. So it's really great to see Freight Waves back in its element. So thank you, Freight Waves, for having us. Uh, my name is Ty Finley. I'm co-founder general partner of Iron Spring Ventures Early Stage Venture Fund focused on supply chain innovation. And today's topic, a little bit of uh, self-explanatory in the title, the next chapter for Last Mile. And to have the discussion with me, I have Chief uh, Strategy Officer of the Front Door Collective, Penny Register Shaw, and CEO of OneRail, Bill Catania here that um, I'll have both introduce themselves as we kind of lob into this first question. And so really, uh, I think everyone in this audience understands last mile logistics. We don't have to tell you what's been occurring the last decade of innovation, whether it's automated dispatching and routing, getting delivery times down to a day or even within the hour, still tough unit economics, et cetera, et cetera. None, none of you are here to hear that. What we're here to talk about is, well, what's next? And what's that innovation that's occurring within the last mile to handle all the confusion that we're seeing in the press daily? And so I know both of you guys have extensive operating experience and both are pioneering new ways of attacking this, this last mile discussion. So I'll just lob it up. Uh, let's, let's discuss what is this next chapter that we've been holding back for, for the discussion? Well... Any? I'll, I'll start off by saying that I think that for many, many years, the focus has been in the sh on the shipper, and the shipper is the king or queen in this space. But um, our company is really taking a focus on also creating an equally good consignee uh, experience so that there will be repeat shipping. And, um, we know that if someone in the small parcel e-commerce space, which is where the front door collective sweet spot is, has a poor delivery experience, they are very unlikely to order again. So we want to be an extension of the brand and, um, and replicate all your hard work on the road and at the front door. Great. Uh, Bill Catania, founder and CEO of OneRail. We have a, a last mile fulfillment solution and what we've done is we've combined technology, humans, and capacity to really solve the last mile fulfillment problem. And now we're starting to deploy uh, micro-fulfillment nodes that are closer, putting inventory closer to the customer, whether it's a consumer or, or a business. Um, you know, what we see at OneRail as the next chapter and where we're hyper-focused right now is really the triangulation between where the inventory is and the right transportation uh, decision. And so... If you think about micro-fulfillment, you're taking inventory that might have been 90 minutes away, and now you're getting it within four miles of a customer or, or you know, again, whether it's a consumer or a business. So, so think about that triangulation of math between what's the right inventory location, there's math that goes into that, then the math that then triangulates off of that that says this is the right transportation decision to meet a specific uh, delivery promise. And so our job, you know, is perpetually, no matter what the next chapter is, provide more reliability uh, in that decision so that customer gets what they want when they want it, uh, provide more selection so that our customers can fulfill more at a lower cost and more reliably, um, and do all of that in such a way that we're saving the shipper money, both OPEX and, and hard costs. So that's really what we see is that triangulation between the inventory decision and the transportation decision. Gotcha. And I'd be remiss if I didn't interject here and the safety component. I think we're all very focused on there are more vehicles on the road. There are more people coming into neighborhoods. You must be hyper-focused on 
the speed, the, the visibility, all of those things that make it safe to be on the road. Absolutely. Well, so we'll take that, that narrative of what the next chapter looks like. And, and really, we'd be remiss if we didn't try to piece this together into some of the, you know, call it macroeconomic things that we're seeing, go, we're seeing in the press. And maybe I'll, I'll go through a list here I thought was pretty interesting. Over just the last month, uh, first, I got to give a shout out to Craig and Freight Waves. Uh, a month ago, they were kicking off this discussion around tender rejection data uh, dropping to lows, which was indicative of freight recession. So I think they called that really early in the ballgame. Last week, you had Bank of America have one of their trucking analysts come out and, and also say they think, uh, to quote them, we're near freight recession levels. So, you know, again, shout out to Craig and them for being provocative and getting out ahead with the data to, to call that. Then you've got Amazon Q1 earnings call. Um, call it the biggest earnings call hit they've taken since 2015, now to the point of pulling back on actually investing in some of their fulfillment centers. So that's certainly a, a, a shock to the system. And then we've all seen diesel prices, all-time highs, which is really going to affect a lot of things that we know how that, that particular fuel price will set in motion. So all of these things, I could go down with either more topics that we've seen in the press, bringing it back to the last mile discussion and how this next chapter what is the trickle-down effect of all of those uh, those factors into as you guys both define how you're gonna your your solutions are gonna come to to help with some of these situations? Well, we one of our mantras at the Front Door Collective is the last mile should work for everyone. So that means that we also want our delivery partners, our franchisees, to have the right compensation model, settlement model. So we are really focusing on creating efficiencies, innovation, and optimization along all the metrics, pulling the data all together into one dashboard where you don't have to flip out of this system, go to another system in order to make your critical decisions, and then sustainability. We want to be, we thought we were going to be actually an all-electric fleet by uh, this time next year. It may have pushed a little bit, but we are deploying cargo vans that are electric, uh, e-bikes, and in some dense metro areas, walkers, and to reduce the impact on the environment. We also are focused on recycling the materials that the packaging comes in, and um, and that is all. These things are cyclical, and I've been around the long enough to see that what goes up goes down, and and it will come back, especially in the e-commerce parcel space. So, I hope what goes down comes up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'd all like to see that. Yes. Um, so, you know, great. And just to build on to what Penny said, you know, our, our platform, it first starts with what can we control? You know, so at OneRail, the greatest element of control we have are the decisions that our platform can make. And so our platform is architected to reduce miles. It's architected to eliminate miles. It's architected to find the most cost-efficient way to deliver something. Um, but just to build on to that, you know, we have a couple customers that are, that are pretty, pretty big. They have a global presence. And they've challenged us and said, hey, in your platform, you can match just about anything. You could match a delivery to a truck with LiftGate. You can match uh, TSA and, and hazmat approved deliveries or couriers that are approved for to do TSA and hazmat deliveries. Can you match to an electric vehicle? And we said, of course we could. 
We can match to electric vehicle. Can you match to carbon efficient vehicles? Yes, we can. And so we've taken the approach now, well, geez, if we can match to a carbon efficient and electric vehicle, couldn't we power a customer experience that tells the customer if they could wait one or two days, they can have a more carbon efficient delivery? And that's really where we're taking it on our roadmap in terms of sustainability. Again, we can only control so many things. We can't, we can't uh, ask couriers to be as progressive as, as Penny in the Front Door Collective. You know, what you're doing on your own volition is awesome, but we can certainly make the decisions to find networks like that, prioritize them, and then reinforce that back to our customer in the form of a carbon report so they can account for that. Absolutely. Well, so the narrative we've set up of what next chapter for Last Mile is, uh, we just defined how some of these economic factors we can't control, but what goes up comes down or down up, whatever you said, Bill. Um, (laughs) But there are a lot of operators in the audience. And really what it comes down to is all said and done, what is the ROI and the value prop that your last mile solution is going to help my business with? And so would love for each of you um, with your businesses, what are some of those concrete examples of a clear ROI you've seen come to bear, whether it's straight up economic, uh, internal workflow optimization and technology deployment or customer satisfaction metrics, whatever it may be, but help us just really drive home the, the narrative we've built up here. What, what is that defined ROI your customers are seeing? Do you want to start? Sure. Yeah, I'll jump in. So we we take a very deliberate solution engineering approach at OneRail. So before we agree to work with a customer, we go through a a deliberate solution engineering process that identifies hard costs, it identifies soft costs, and it also identifies what I call white space sales. Where can we give you new capabilities that you didn't have before so you can gain competitive advantage? And so what we do is we go on site, we take a logisticians approach to the problem, very deliberately, we do time study, we do workflow time study. How much time are you spending today on a manual entry to, to enter a delivery and order interface? And believe it or not, it happens. You know, we call it swivel chair. They get an order on Oracle here and over here, they're entering it in, you know, to a courier interface. And, you know, when we add up the sum of all that time, we, we add up all the sum of the phone calls that go away because we provide logistics uh, exception management for every delivery. You know, the platform is eliminating 90% of the exception, manual exception calls, but the ones that do come in, we field. So when we add all that up, there's an ROI, you know, and so it either works or it doesn't. And it's a very consultative approach. Um, You know, we find that it works really well for large, complex enterprise retailers. You know, it's not really built for the SMB market, although we are launching in Shopify. So that's what we do, Ty. We, you know, very deliberate uh, solution engineering, value engineering approach. And our we have several North Stars at the Front Door Collective, and one is that we must add value, not margin on margin. So we're very transparent with our price that we offer to the middle mile, to the 3PL, to the people who are connecting into our network of providers. Um, we also don't want to have build a network that then has to be audited to death because the the surcharges are so complicated and and dense and you don't know what you're actually getting at the end of the day without hiring somebody to tell you what you got. So those things um, make us very competitive. We're we're a tech company for our partners, but not to the shippers, if that makes sense. So we don't really think of it in terms of ROI the way you do, but 
but when our pricing gets factored in, um, those are the, the, the North Stars that we try to stay true to as we offer it in the market. Absolutely. A lot of, lot of value to be driven. And, and maybe what I always love, with the FreightWaves community, hallway chats are going on around. How, how, do we, how do we remove the roadblocks to getting to that value that we see from a more democratized and sustainable next chapter? So maybe as we wind up the discussion here, to get to that future state to drive that value, call to action to the audience and people out there. What are the word roadblockers we need help knocking down to get there? I, I do believe, and and I think Bill will probably back me up on this, that the, the next generation is about collaboration, not in a way that breach, breaches anybody's fiduciary duty to their own employer, but it is about knowledge and data sharing and the kinds of conversations we've been having in the hallways about how we can work together to build a better supply chain, a better experience. Um, it, it can own, all, a rising tide must carry all boats in this arena for the next decades to come. There Bill? can't be just one winner. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's spot on. And no, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, it, it's interoperability, the concept of interoperability, and maybe I'm dating myself a little bit, but I remember carrying a cell phone around when because my mom would yell at me when I would go from one tower to the next. I had cellular one or something, and I'd be driving along, and all of a sudden, it's $10 a minute. And there, was, there wasn't a lot of interoperability back in the, in the late 90s, mid-90s, between cell phone operators, right? You, you, sometimes you get zero service. Sometimes you get $10 a minute service or more. And I feel like for supply chain to be totally effective and to achieve the scale goals that everybody has, as a carrier as well, by the way, not just a shipper, there has to be interoperability. There has to be data sharing. The reason we built OneRail was to, to democratize the last mile. Um, and, and we took an API first approach because the fluidity of the data has to be there. It simply can't continue to be manual. So um, we, we believe that probably at a religious level, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but I believe interoperability is the key to success. We will never, under any circumstance, tell a shipper that we won't integrate with somebody. We'd integrate with our biggest competitor if we had to, if that's what it took to achieve the result that our shipper was trying to achieve. And right again, on. it can't be, there, it's not about a race to the bottom. It's a, also about balancing that with improved service. So, yeah. Yeah. interoperability democratization, collaboration, sustainability. It is a call to action. Hopefully we take that ethos forward as we uh, define the next chapter of Last Mile. Bill Penny, thank you so much. I think thank that's you. our time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.